Doctor Strange is messing with the multiverse again. Today I'm talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This is Scott's Up Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which just came out. And by box office numbers, if you saw a movie this past weekend, this was probably it. And so I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. Um, there were some, obviously, like any any movie, there's some things that would change. But uh, yeah, generally enjoyed myself, and I wanted to explain why. So without further ado, let's get started. A lot has been made about where the MCU can and will go after their decade-long push to fighting and beating Thanos came to a close. Obviously, superhero comics have done this for forever, but it's a fair question when your main cast and characters are dropping off. And the answer thus far has been, let's change things. Introduce some new heroes, a la Shang-Chi, bring in some new blood, or the OG superhero movie-making blood in Doctor, Strange cases, Doctor Strange's case, Sam Raimi. So how does a director like Raimi fit into the MCU? Pretty well, it turns out, especially with this material. Fresh off his misadventures with Spider-Man, Doctor Strange is unexpectedly drawn into another multiverse threat when America Chavez, a young girl with universe-hopping powers, is chased by a demon into his realm. To save her life and the multiverse as we know it, Doctor Strange begins universe-hopping adventure to find the power he needs to stop a grief-stricken Scarlet Witch from undoing existence. So this movie is a lot of fun. Much like the other Doctor Strange movie, this is a less conventional Marvel movie, both in tone, visuals, and action. But that's also what makes it fun. Shifting between universes at will means that Raimi and company can have fun with a parade of different visual gags, and all of said universes introduce a number of fun one-off what-if scenarios fans will go gaga for. That said, it does have an obvious weakness that I'll address up front. To put it gently, this movie isn't about much. On paper, this is meant to be both a fun adventure through universes, as the Doctor Strange we know determines what kind of man he is, by who and how he decides to fight and who he defends. Hence why we see different versions of him that have destroyed worlds or do something morally bankrupt. In essence, he has to prove to everyone over and over again that he's not like the other Doctor Stranges. It's a fun idea, but not examined thoroughly. Same goes for Wanda's journey, which is centered around the loss of her children. Good idea, but it's so loose that it doesn't hit as hard as it could have otherwise, and I'm genuinely curious if this is fleshed out in the earlier, longer cut. Of course, this is easy to forget when Raimi and company are sending the audience through a series of fun new worlds with Raimi's emphasis on physical comedy, the obligatory Bruce Campbell gag character, and the aforementioned fan service. You can also tell this is Sam Raimi's approach to Doctor Strange action. A lot of Scott Derrickson's movie emphasized standard combat in reality-warping circumstances, see hand-to-hand combat in the world folding in on itself like Inception. For Raimi, however, there's a bigger emphasis put on weird stuff. We're talking bouts with giant monsters, magic battles where Strange fires off tentacles, and no joke, a fight with music notes. And there's a finale bit that I'm leaving out here because it's so Sam Raimi, it hurts, and I love it. It's a nice reminder of how offbeat Doctor Strange action scenes can and probably should get. The disposability of these worlds also means Raimi can stage some of the darkest moments we've seen in the MCU and lean into the film's campy horror vibe. 
And as jumbled as this can all seem, Raimi still knows enough to give every major character a highlight moment and each relationship some kind of arc, whether it's Steven and Wong coming to an understanding or America accepting her power. Turns out Raimi is still really good at this. The verdict is it's fun stuff, though it's far from the MCU's strongest outing, but in terms of sheer visual creativity and fun, the Multiverse of Madness has plenty to offer. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.